Republicans, they just don't seem to get it. Joe Biden is looking less competent by the second. And we have an update on Afghanistan. This is Gene, and you're listening to Dumbasses Talking Politics. Hey, hey, this is Gene. Welcome back to Dumbasses Talking Politics. So, you know, I woke up yesterday and I found out that it was actually daylight savings time Saturday night or Sunday morning. And I looked at my my fiance Josie. She sat back and she said, "Hey, it's daylight." I said, "Daylight saving time's got to be coming pretty soon." She goes, "It already happened." I looked at my clock, and yep, it the time had changed, and there were one or two clocks that needed to be changed. But again, most of the stuff that I actually use to tell the time it updates automatically. And then the girls, both girls. Josie's girls sat there and said, why do we have this damn daylight savings time anyway? We shouldn't have it. And they use damn because they have got mouths on them. And I was thinking to myself, yeah, I don't know. I mean, they talked about banning it about 10 years ago and they thought about Trump wanted to ban it and it just never got banned and it's used for the farmers. That's where daylight savings time came about. It was actually so the farmers could have more light during the mornings when they're working. And of course, it seems kind of re- irrelevant. Then I went and started reading the, uh, you know, I read my, I read my newspapers. So I was reading the opinions in the Washington Post and the New York Times and the Wall Street Journal. And I, they had, uh, two of the papers had mentioned, started complaining about daylight savings time. And I didn't read the articles because I know it was going to be something about white supremacy or patriarchy or something like that. Not that the farmers just wanted more light when they were working. And I realized to myself, you know, we don't really have anything to worry about this day and age. That when daylight savings time is controversial enough that you have to have opinion articles about it next to the the sun monster stories, opinions, and things like that. We really don't have... I remember I didn't worry too much about daylight savings time back in the 70s and 80s because we were kind of concerned about, I don't know, nuclear war. We were concerned about the space shuttle getting into the sky, the Soviet menace... All that fun stuff, right? We didn't worry that much. We worried about inflation. We worried about the economy. We never worried about things like, you know, daylight savings time. It's got to really make you wonder that these people today, they really don't realize how... Maybe that's why daylight saving time became such a problem 10 years ago. Because it was about probably after... After 9-11, it was probably about 10... And we started forgetting about 9-11 probably around 2008, 2010, right? That we, people were whining about why we're in Afghanistan and why we're in Iraq and things like that. And, and there's debates about why. But we were worried about... George W. Bush was worried about... Nine, was worried about daylight savings time and canceling... I think that was the time when we started worrying about canceling daylight savings time. That was the time that people began to realize they've really got nothing to worry about and that we've got it so good in this country that 
daylight savings time is a big problem. I don't know. I thought about it. Of course, China is coming back. We're going a Cold War with China, and China's got hypersonic nuclear weapons, but no one seems to be really all that worried about it in this country, which is weird. But when we talk about culture later on, I'll bring I'll bring that whole thing back up again, and I'll tell you this is why China can create a hypersonic nuclear missile, and we don't care about it. And this is why the country is this civilization, Western civilization, is falling apart. So anyway, I just thought about that last night. I said, you know what? Let's include that. So you know. What did I say last week when Republicans kicked the living crap out of Democrats in last Tuesday's elections? All Republicans had to do to take 50 to 60 seats in the House and flip the Senate was stay sane and don't give Joe Biden any victories. Well, they already effed that up, and it didn't, it didn't even take them a week to do it. On Saturday morning, the House of Representatives voted on the $1.2 trillion infrastructure bill, which is actually going to cost, in total, about $2 trillion. That is amazing considering the squad, the Democrats, something like eight of them, ten of them, did not vote for it. So you might ask, how did it get passed? Well, 13 Republicans decided to vote for it. Better yet, let's not call them Republicans because they're really not. They're 13 rhinos. Without those votes, without those 13 Republicans, this bill doesn't get passed. The 13, and I put Republicans in quotes here, that voted it are Don Bacon of Nebraska. He should be primaried right away. Adam Kinzinger of Illinois. Well, he's quitting, so he's not going to be a representative. And he's he's a leftist. He's, he's not even a moderate, moderate Democrat. He's more of a progressive. Brian Fraser of Pennsylvania. Andrew Garbarino of New York, well, there's a shock, Anthony Gonzalez of Ohio, John Katko of New York, there's another shock, Nicole Maliotakis of New York, Dave McKinley of West Virginia, that's a shock, he will be primary, because you better believe West Virginia was not for this thing at all. Tom Reed of New York, Chris Smith of New Jersey, Fred Upton of Michigan, Jeff Van Drew of New Jersey, and Don Young of Alaska. Don Young of Alaska, he'll also get primaried. All those who should be voted should be primaried and out of office. Or at least tell us that you're a Democrat. This Now, before you think I'm pissed off about this bill passing, this infrastructure bill, which, by the way, not a lot of infrastructure in it, the reason I'm pissed is not because Joe Biden is president and I want him to get kicked out. I want his get his ass kicked in 2022 a la Bill Maher. Uh, remember, that's uh, a la Bill Maher. I mean, that's I, I'm not Bill Maher here. Where I, I want him to fail. I really need the president to succeed. The president is failing. And we need to control him. And the only way we can control him is by taking over in 2022. Remember that I just hate this bill. It could have been cut down to maybe $300 billion if you wanted to use infrastructure at all. Because our infrastructure, contrary to popular belief, is just not that bad. You, you hear uh, Joe Biden walking up there. Our infrastructure is 13th in the world. Okay, that's not that bad. And look at the countries that have a better infrastructure. It's 
they're very small. And infrastructure is not really a federal thing. It's a state thing. The state, for example, California, when that dam burst, the state was responsible for fixing that dam. When Katrina hit and the levees broke in Louisiana, that was a state problem. That wasn't a federal problem. So the federal government actually is not responsible for infrastructure. It's the state's responsibility. What this is going to end up being is it's going to be a state payout. You watch. Why did all those New Yorkers vote? Because you had six New Yorkers and two guys from New Jersey voting for this thing. Why did they vote for this thing? Because their states are going to get most of that money. We also have a deficit problem. We also have a an inflation problem. This one point this this 2 trillion dollar bill is a problem. It's going to raise inflation. It's going to raise taxes. I'm not for it. I'm completely against it. So, um, it, it's probably going to get to the Senate. I don't know if it's going to pass the Senate. I don't think old Joe has a real heavy hand anymore. So we'll have to see what happens. Oh, I'm sorry. It did pass in the Senate. It, it's already passed. Joe Biden's going to sign it. Congratulations to Joe Biden. He got a win that's going to cost regular people like me money. Like me and you. It's just going to cost us taxes. What a waste. Every one of those Republicans, I hope you remember those names or look them up because those guys deserve to get primaried. I, I hate the fact that we're spending so much money when our economy is is just miserable right now. It should be the best economy in the world. I mean, we had an artificial recession last year. It's over and yet nobody's taking a job. Nobody's working. I know we had 500,000 jobs last month, but that's still very low. Uh, okay, in a real shock, next story, in a real shock, CNN actually did some journalism. I can't believe it. They reported on a sad situation happening in Afghanistan. Because the economy is just dying under Taliban rule, the economy, they're about to collapse. They're having problems with power, with electricity. Uh, the economy is crashing. People are, families are actually not able to buy food because they have no money. They can't, they don't have any work. Women who used to work are no longer allowed to work. So suddenly the incomes are a lot lower. So what are families doing? They're selling their daughters to become brides for rich old men. I cannot say anything stronger uh, than this CNN report. So it's a little long. But listen, it's worth it. In this arid, desolate landscape, not a scrap of vegetation in sight, lies a makeshift camp for some of Afghanistan's internally displaced. <laughs> Among its residents, nine-year-old Pawana. Her bright pink dress squeals of laughter and childhood games, a ruse to the horrors unfolding in this unhospitable environment. <laughs> Pawana's family moved to this camp in Baghdad's province four years ago after her father lost his job. Humanitarian aid and menial work earning $3 a day, providing the basic staples to survive. But since the Taliban takeover two and a half months ago, any money or assistance has dried up. And with eight mouths to feed, Pawana's father is now doing the unthinkable. 
I have no work, no money, no food. I have to sell my daughter, he says. I have no other choice. Pawana, who dreams of going to school and becoming a teacher, applies makeup. A favorite pastime for little girls, but Pawana knows she is preparing for what awaits her. My father has sold me because we don't have bread, rice, and flour. He has sold me to an old man. The white-bearded man who claims he's 55 years old comes to collect her. That story is as depressing as it sounds. And I cut out literally six minutes of the story. They actually show her being dragged away, fighting not to leave her family. Next time Joe Biden's administration says anything about the patriarchy or women's rights, I think he needs to be reminded of the radical patriarchy he unleashed on Afghanistan. We know, we knew this was going to happen. It's not like the Taliban is unknown for this. But the, Bi the Biden administration, out of sight, out of mind, it's not happening. It's refreshing here to see that the leftist media is reporting this. But where was this reporting before we abandoned Afghanistan? Where were the reports of what the Taliban did when they had power in the 90s? Where were the videos of them lighting people on fire, throwing gays off tall buildings, of women being beaten in the streets because they didn't wear their clothing right, of the beheadings of any dissidents who didn't believe in Taliban rule? Where was the media then? I told you, all this stuff is going to be coming out as the months pass. And it's going, and it is going to shock people. It shouldn't. It shouldn't shock people. We should have known this was going to happen. We should have been reminded of it. In other updates over there, apparently the Afghan security forces, the ones that were actually keeping Afghanistan and fighting the Taliban, they're all joining uh, ISIS-K now because they fear the Taliban. So the people that we were supporting are becoming part of an organization that wants to destroy the West and the United States. And I bet those folks, they're extremely motivated after being abandoned by the Biden administration. I bet <laughs> we're going to be hearing about a terrorist attack in the United States and it's going to be pushed by one of these characters that we abandoned, that were actually on our side. And you know what? They have a right to be pissed. I don't blame them. Okay. Peter Ducey's becoming a real problem for the Biden administration. He keeps pounding on things that are important to the people and that are not being questioned by the legacy media. One of the things he won't give up are these $450,000 payments the DOJ is contemplating to settle lawsuits brought up by illegal aliens that were separated from their children. By the way, per United States law, back in 2018. He pounded on this uh, uh, Kristen, I can't remember, Jean-Paul, Jean-Pierre, excuse me, for three straight minutes. We're going to break this up, but you're going to listen to most of it because it's great. Listen to Peter Ducey go. Your administration is negotiating cash payments for some illegal immigrants who were separated from family members under the last administration. Why give taxpayer money to people who broke federal law to get here? You like this question, Peter. 
we talked about well, we talked it's, about this yesterday but not to the heart of the the point which is that these people broke the law to come here and they are gonna get hundreds of thousands so, of dollars in taxpayer money a couple of things i mean i cannot speak to this from here this is department of justice and that, we that's, asked them and they said no comment so we have to oh, ask you well and i'm telling you that this is in litigation and so you have to talk to department of justice about this this is not something that i can speak from here on the particulars on the specifics but you know i said this to you yesterday peter one of the things that we have to remember what why we're in this place that we're we are today is because we had an administration that had an in humane, immoral policy that was taking babies away from their families, from their mothers. That's the That was the policy of the last administration. That is why we are here today. And that's you asking me this question that I actually cannot answer because you got to go to the Department of Justice to get the particulars. But just to be clear, this is that's why this is happening today. Okay. Peter Ducey did ask questions the previous couple of days about this, and he got no answers. Biden has been saying things when he was asked, that are totally different than what she's saying. And she continue, and the DOJ won't answer any questions. So she keeps referring to the DOJ, and the DOJ says, we're not answering this question. No comment. Meanwhile, the ACLU is contradicting Biden and saying, yeah, no, they're, we are, we are getting payments, we are negotiating a few hundred thousand dollars. I mean, these people, by the way, are suing for like $3 million. It's an important question. That's because the taxpayer does not want to pay illegal aliens for breaking the laws. This is going to be a talking point in the 2022 elections. And what Peter Ducey is doing right now, I'm going to say this again later, what Peter Ducey is doing right now, he's creating Republican Republican campaign ads because this is going to end up in campaign ads all over across the country next year. And Jean-Pierre, she just continues to blame the Trump administration. And I, someone should tell her, well, wait a minute, the zero tolerance policy was based on current federal law. Current federal law that was written by Congress, written and approved by Congress, and signed into a law by a previous president. I think it was George Bush. By the way, the zero policy, zero tolerance policy worked. It got illegal immigration down to 30,000 per month compared to the 200K, 200,000 a month we have today. So it was working. I'm also sick and tired of babies being taken away from their mother's garbage. The babies are being separated from their mothers because their mothers are criminals. Stop blaming the government for people committing crimes. Blame the mother for doing something dangerous and illegal and putting her child at risk. I will even go forward and say that those mothers shouldn't have their kids in the first place because they are bad mothers. And, and the thing is, why not fight this in civil court? Why not take it to civil court? Why settle with illegal aliens in the ACLU? Because chances are you're going to lose anyway. All we have to do is point to the car thief in jail right now who's separated from his daughter and, and family and say, well, yeah, but if you steal a car, 
you're, you go to, to prison or jail, you're going to not see your family. You're going to be separated. Stop. Because the administration thinks this country is evil, this, this administration does not believe in the sovereignty of the United States. They don't believe in borders. They're trying to create a brand new voting base. That's what they're doing. And that's why what better way to do it is not only allow illegal aliens to walk into the country but then and then ship them off, but then pay them. And it's to demonize Trump. Let's call it what it is. I mean, hello, they're separating kids now. There's they, Kids are not sitting with their families. That's not a thing that's happening down there. Well, when they were actually holding illegal aliens, now they're just letting them into the country. So that was the first part. Um, here's the second part. Here's the second question. And I think this was, this is the one that's gone, gone viral on Twitter. Listen to this. There is a long line to get into this country legally. Is there any kind of discussion about giving people who are coming here the right way money? Why would, I, why would we be giving people who are coming here the white right way money? Why are you giving people who came here the wrong? I, I mean, but I, I don't understand the, the, the question. What is the, you're saying that we should give immigrants. we should we should give people just money who are coming through? I don't understand the question. You're giving people who immigrated here illegally. Like I said, like I said, that's the Department of Justice. That's you're going to have to ask them that question. Okay, so Mitch McConnell and Chuck Grassley have written a letter to the Attorney General. They say that any settlements to illegal aliens because they violated the law are wrong. Does the president agree with that or disagree with that? So yesterday I addressed and, and I clarified the president's comments on the thinking on this because you asked him a question and he answered it directly. But anything about the process, again, anything about the specifics or the particulars, I can't answer from here behind this podium. Okay. So you would have to go to Department of then, Justice. Then to internal White House processes, when the ACLU heard the president dismiss the idea of $450,000 payments the other day. Uh, the ACLU came out and they said he may not have been fully briefed about the actions of his very own Justice Department. So is the president being kept out of the loop about immigration policymaking? Again, Peter, the president was asked, you asked him a question, a direct question, and he was answering it. I cannot say any more than that. Peter Ducey asked a great question. If you're giving money to illegal aliens, why not give money to legal aliens? It's a good question. I mean, I, I've got people I've got people in Mexico that can't come to the United States because of the border crisis. Their applications for legal immigration is being put on the back burner because illegal immigrants are coming over. Why not pay him? He had to wait 10 years to get, get his green card to come over to the United States. Why not pay him? Maybe he should sue. It's a good question. And don't tell me that Jean-Pierre did not understand the question. She understood the question just fine. She just didn't have an answer for the question. And by the way, that's the other question. Why not give American criminals who have been separated from their children 450000 Don't think for us. What about pregnant women? Pregnant women who are arrest, arrested and have to serve jail or prison time. They give birth in prison, and their kid is separated from them. And that kid is given to somebody else. Why not give them $450,000? Can I tell you a little hint? This is the give a mouse a cookie principle. 
the ACLU will be suing for that. This is a this is a very dangerous precedent because suddenly people are going to are going to be saying, "Hey, I, I was arrested for stealing a car, and I was separated from my family, and I was unjustly separated separated from my family. So therefore, I should be get compensation from the federal government or from the state government." This is a very dangerous precedence. And then the other thing that really drives me another nuts is why can't John Pierre answer the question about what the president thinks? Isn't that her job? Biden said twice that he said the story was bunk. It was garbage. That's in quote. He said that. If I had the clip, I'd play it again. That this whole thing with the $450,000 was not something that was going to happen. He said that. Ducey also wasn't asking about what the DOJ was doing. He was asking about what the president thought. That entire three-minute clip, she didn't answer one question. She didn't, three minutes, she didn't answer one question. But it isn't just the Democrats that are, the the, uh, administration that's annoyed by this. Joe Biden seems to be getting a little bit snippy when asked about this 450K payment. And this 450K payment is not going to go away. We're going to find out what they actually did. Here's Joe yelling at another Fox reporter on Saturday when questioned about the payouts to illegal aliens. I'd like to ask you real quick, sir, where, where do you stand? You said last week uh, that this report about uh, migrant families at the border getting payments uh, was garbage. No, I didn't uh, say that. Let's get straight. You said everybody coming across the border gets $500,000, $450,000. So the number was what you had a problem The number I was referring to. Okay. Now, here's the thing. Sure. If, in fact, because of the, the outrageous behavior of the last administration, you coming across the border, whether it was legal or illegal, and you lost your child, you lost your child, it's gone, you deserve some kind of compensation, no matter what the circumstance. What that will be, I have no idea. I have no idea. First off, why he's yelling at the reporter, I don't know. It's a good question. It's a good question. And Biden's lying has got to be getting on everyone's nerves. He's lying. He called the story garbage. He didn't say the number was garbage. He called the story. He told the reporter, you guys spreading this garbage... He said it twice when Ducey asked him again, are you saying that this whole story about illegals getting payments is garbage? He said, yes, it's garbage. He said it twice. And it's not hard to look it up. God bless the internet, because all you have to do is look it up. And I, like I said, I, if I had it, I'd clip here, I'd just dump it right here and you can listen to it. And again, he's blaming the Trump administration for following the letter of the law that has passed Congress and was signed by the president at the time. Why isn't he changing the law if he doesn't like the law? That seems to me what should happen. Congress should change the law, get rid of that law that says they separate families. The president should sign it into law, but then don't go blaming the president, a previous president, 
because someone does something illegal and he follows the law. That's what's so annoying. And then the other question, if you he said this, if you lose your kid, you should be compensated. Why? If I lose my kid, I should get compensation from the government? If I lose my kid because of a bad decision I make, the government owes me something? Now think of it this way. If I lose my kid because I break the law and I make a bad deci- I make make a bad decision and I break the law and I'm not a member of that country, that country owes me something? What happens if I cross into Mexico illegally? And I get arrested. I can guarantee you the kid will be separated from me. Does the Mex- the, the country of Mexico owe me $450,000? Of course not. That's stupid. I know he's trying to look tough in this in in this questioning line of questioning. He doesn't look tough. He looks weak. He looks confused. Because there are only two things that could be happening here. Either President Biden or three things, excuse me. Either President Biden doesn't know that the Justice Department is doing this, which is unlikely. Joe Biden forgot that the DOJ was doing this, or somebody else is running the country. Either way, it doesn't look like he's in charge. It doesn't look like he has any leadership. Again, be prepared. This is going to be a campaign commercial for the Republicans in 2022. Every senator and every House Republican who is running to take a seat should be using these uh, questions in their campaign ads. And they will. Okay, so let's do a little culture. I saw a video on Twitter from an account called The Libs of TikTok. This is a great, this is an absolutely great uh, uh, person account to follow because it just shows all the stupidity in the world. Surprisingly, I was surprised. The account was really anonymous. The person running the account, no one knows what he or she looks like. Well, now we know it's a she. No one knew what she looked like. No one knows her name. Nothing. I find it interesting to have a woman forward the patriarchy like she's doing. Anyway, this video was released by Columbia University. And it explains to people how to set up their email account signatures by using their preferred pronouns and following through on using their preferred pronouns. Absolute insanity. Listen to this one. Pronouns are used in place of a person's name. While many use she, her, and he, him pronouns, a growing number are using other pronouns like they, them, zee, them, zee, here, perpers, and am. Some people are comfortable with multiple pronouns, regardless of their gender, identity, or expression. If someone's pronouns are she, they, That's just a quicker way to indicate that a person uses she, her, hers, and they, them, theirs pronouns. Others do not use pronouns for themselves and wish only to be referred to by their name. You can't know a person's gender by just looking at them. Asking for and using correct pronouns is a way to respect those around you and create an inclusive environment. This is especially important for queer and transgender people. If you slip up and use the wrong pronouns, simply correct your mistake and move on. Intentionally misgendering someone by refusing to use the correct pronouns or name 
is a violation of the Columbia University non-discrimination policy. Words matter. Even unintentional errors can create challenges. Research shows that using someone's correct pronouns has a big impact on their mental health and well-being. Normalizing pronoun sharing helps create a safer space for people of all genders and gender expressions. So, in introductions, share your own pronouns first. Use pronouns with your name in meetings and on name tags. And add your pronouns and this video to your email signatures in your bio and in chat. Together, we can create a more inclusive Columbia community for all those around us. Now, I don't know about you, but I, I'm pretty sure Columbia produces a crapload of doctors and lawyers. If I was to get a lawyer from Columbia who told me his preferred pronouns, I'd be out of that office in seconds. The reason is I need a lawyer who's going to be exact with language and who's going to be exact with facts. I don't need a lawyer that's going to make words up. I don't need him doing that in front of a jury or in front of a judge. Can you imagine my lawyer sitting up there and said, hello, lawyer, hello, uh, your honor, uh, my name is uh, so-and-so, my pronouns are he, him, and I'm representing Gene Bach. I mean, can you imagine that? And can you imagine that a university that charges $79,000 a year, an Ivy League university, is pushing this crap? Ugh. But then there's this other video. Again, libs of TikTok. This one's far more disturbing. Very disturbing. Here's a little boy with makeup drawn all over his face. Visit dumbassestalkingpolitics.com because these are both videos and they, they look worse. They look worse than just the audio shows. He's got makeup drawn all over his face. It looks like someone's been putting crayons all over his face. He's claiming he's a little girl and he's wearing a dress. This wouldn't be so bad except his woke mother is egging him on on this whole thing. Listen. To your face, Ty. Makeup? You put makeup on it? Mm-hmm. How old are you? Seven. No. How old are you? Seven. You're four. No, it's seven. Are you a boy or a girl? A girl. A girl? Mm-hmm. Were you born a girl? Hmm? Were you born a girl? Yes. When you were a baby, were you a girl? Yes. Are you in a boy's body, though? Mm, yes. Yeah. Okay, tell TikTok bye. Bye. How this is not seen as child abuse, I, I don't know. This woman should have this kid taken away from her ASAP, taken away from that family ASAP, and that kid needs to go to counseling. By the way, you know something? She sat back and, and, and said to him, uh, he, he kept arguing with her, I'm seven, and she said, no, I'm, I, you're four. No, I'm seven. No, you're four. And can I ask a question? Why can't he be seven? I I don't understand the difference. If he says, if he can say he's a girl when he's a boy, why can't he say he's seven when he's four? What's the difference? If the kid wants to be seven, you're letting the kid make decisions like that. So let the kid make the decision about his age. Another question I have is, where's dad's? Is dad, it doesn't look like she lives 
in a hovel here. <coughs> is Dad's there? And what's wrong with him? Why is he? he why isn't he uh, taking charge of anything here? I know if it were my kid, I'd be saying, "Bitch, get the hell out of here, Junior! Put on some clo a boy's clothes. You're not. You're not a girl." I don't understand why anyone thinks this is all okay. This is why I was against gay marriage. I didn't know how to say it. and I came up with the give a mouse a cookie principle well after this gay marriage. This, because this is what it leads to. We went from gay marriage to now trans rights to... Uh, Kids at four years old being dressed as girls. At six years old, they're put on puberty blockers. At nine years old, they're having their penises cut off. All done because of the parents. This is a form of Munchausen syndrome by proxy. I have no... This is a sickness. <sighs> Incredible. Okay, uh, visit my website at dumbassestalkingpolitics.com. Uh, we're going to talk about Biden's poll numbers tomorrow. He, <laughs> a new poll came out yesterday on Sunday, and Biden's got some splaining to do. He's in big, big trouble. Enjoy your day. This is Gene, and you listen to Dumbasses Talking Politics.